Welcome to Unchain Your Inner Strength Podcast. This is a podcast where we empower spiritual entrepreneurs to create a soulful life and business aligned to who you truly are. I am your host, Maria C. Krause, and I am passionate about helping women find the way back to their authentic selves. We achieve this by writing and sharing your unique story and become a best-selling author. Needless to say, one of my favorite things to do is read and write. I am also fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I freaking love ice cream, tons of it. In this podcast, I invite special guests from all different backgrounds and niches of expertise to share with you their most divine and mind-blowing tips and tools to help you thrive in all areas of your life. Enjoy this week's episode. I almost missed that voice of recording in process, but here we are again, another episode of Unchain Your Strength Podcast for Spiritual Entrepreneurs. And today, we, it's the first time we meet her. We've been chatting with her back and forth on email and messenger. And uh, Wendy has been part of our last online magazine. So make sure to check it out. We're talking about purpose. Uh, Wendy Hutchinson, how are you, sunshine? I'm great. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you for the invitation. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. I'm just like, I was telling her when I was like, she, I, I know her, she reached out to me. We have a friend in common. And every time I meet friends through this lady, I'm like, oh my God, I love them. So we clicked right away. <laughs> Wendy, you are a light worker, an ascension coach. You're also a writer, a speaker, you're a podcast host. Tell us a little bit about yourself so everybody can get to know you. Oh, well, thank you so much. Yes, I um I started this journey like most people, you know, I was living an unconscious life and I was just kind of raising my kids and working and, and living a very ordinary life. But, you know, over time, things started happening. And, and one of the things that happened that was the most impactful for me was I was standing in my kitchen and I write about this in the book I'm writing. I was standing in my kitchen and this booming voice in my head said, save yourself. Wow. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) where did that come from? Like, who was that? And it just energetically just reverberated down my entire energetic field. And I knew in that second, in that moment, that I needed to change my life. Because I was doing too much for others. I was very codependent with the people around me. I was always in service to everyone at my own expense. Mm-hmm. And I literally had nothing left. I was so drained. I was probably maybe in my early 40s when that happened. And that started my journey of awakening and the journey back to myself, to figuring out who I am and why I'm here. And through that evolution, you know, I became more aware of my intuitive gifts, my psychic abilities. Um, I'm a healer. But, you know, we're all so much more than we think we are. Aren't we? It's incredible, right? It's like when we oh, get to know ourselves and you're like, oh, my God, I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> How did that happen? Totally. It, it was all a complete surprise to me. You know, it wasn't like I was uh, spiritual or gifted per se um, as a child I was very empathic as a child but I didn't know what that was Mm -hmm. you know 
people just told me I was super emotional. It was like, um, I realized I was absorbing the emotions of everybody right, around else. me for years. Yeah. I didn't know it, you know? So that was kind of the foundation. And then I started to really do my inner work. And as you do that, you unpack so much of the programming and realize you don't even align with all the stuff that you've been told. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even your truth. It's just a cultural truth or a religious truth or, you know, so you're programmed um, to show up in the world a certain way and it just didn't match with who I am as a soul. So there was, there was a lot of shedding and deep inner work that had to happen for me to get to this place in order to help others. And Wendy, tell me, when you discover you had like psychic abilities and like trusted your intuition, how did that feel? Did it feel like this weird feeling as well? Like that voice that told you like, stop. I'm going to say that there were many, many times, like if I had a dollar for every time I asked myself, am I crazy? Um, I could retire. Because <laughs> it was <like> really, really <laughs> wild. <laughs> All of a sudden, and, and what it is, is basically we're, we're, where we are in our consciousness, it kind of, it determines what our reality is. So as you expand your consciousness and you grow you start to tune in to higher frequency bandwidths. Mm-hmm. So I always explain it like if you're operating an AM radio, your entire experience is in that AM radio bandwidth. But then you turn the dial and you go to FM, you go to satellite. Yeah. You're expanding channels, right? You're expanding the frequencies. And so more information is coming in. And you start to kind of like turn on intuitively. So it was pretty mind blowing. And um, it became normal after a while. But in the beginning, I'm like, I don't I was, know what's yeah. happening. To me, I was going to ask I think- you that because it's such a, yes, yeah, such a change, right? And like when we go on also on like this, well, like path or like spiritual awakening or however you are healing journey. It's just like so many puff, 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 slaps in the face. And you're like, okay, why are you so all these things happening? And then if you don't have a community around you that supports that, like the, the, my family and friends had, had no frame of reference around that. So you're not going to go and tell somebody, I just saw a ghost or I just talked to someone from another dimension. Or yeah. I mean, you know, people think you're crazy. And so it's almost like we go into this spiritual closet in the beginning. Mm -hmm. It's almost like people who are hiding their sexuality and they're afraid to come out because they'll be shamed or judged and they won't be accepted. It was very similar with my spiritual path. I, I was raised in a culture of um, Catholicism and I was also raised in an Asian culture. And so there's, there's no like spirituality in that spirituality and religion are two completely different, different things. things. So um, yeah, it was very challenging. And I, for a long time, I kept all of my gifts hidden. I didn't tell anybody, I would just write in my journal, everything. Wow. There's a lot of good stuff in those journals. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> oh my God. It's just like, you know, it's, it's, I think I always say, or I always say, because this is what I experienced, like that journey is always like, it's lonely at the beginning, 
no because you no, you're experiencing only. all these different things you don't know you don't know what's like blue from red anymore you don't know what's right you know it's just like all these things that the reality versus like what you're imagining or what you're feeling and versus what you're seeing it's just it's it's just like out of body experience for a moment it's very out of context of what we're used to and then also you know, we have to understand that there's a huge variety of experience that people are having spiritually as they awaken. So people are all at different levels of consciousness, right? Mm -hmm. And every time you go to that next level, you think everybody wants to come with you. Yeah. But that's not true. No. Not everybody not. is meant to come with you all the way to the end. And so it can be very emotionally difficult because you're having to let go of people in your life because they don't want to go any higher and they yeah. feel very threatened or uncomfortable around you becoming more of yourself, becoming more whole and complete, expanding consciousness. You're going to be able to access things that they cannot because they're choosing to stay in that AM radio bandwidth and they cannot access mm -hmm. what you're accessing because of the frequency they're holding. So you could be talking and excited about all of this new spiritual knowledge that you have and you want to share it. And you must well be talking to a wall because yeah. they are not yeah. going to hear yeah. what you say. That's true. I had to, I, I had to yeah. learn Wendy, I had to learn who, who to have certain conversations with certain people, you know, that's what I had to mm -hmm. do. Because at the beginning, I was like, it was that I was like staying by myself a lot. And then when I would go out, I was like, I wasn't, I wasn't experiencing the same thing that I used to. So having conversations about trivial stuff, I'm like, oh, I was bored. And then when I will have the conversations about that, they were like, oh, there she goes, the crazy one again, you know? And I'm like, okay, let's, yeah. let's keep and it. I will have part. Yeah, we'll have to go back to how you say that AM bandwidth. And I'm like, okay, we'll have conversations about that. Whenever I meet people that are in my same range, then I'll have conversations about that. But I think it's yes, good. And it's I have good a hard time. Anyway. It is good because eventually the people that are falling away are they're actually holding you back. You know, you have to let go to make room for the new people that are in alignment with who you are. Mm -hmm. Be surprised, you know, so many people feel obligated. Well, I've had this friend for 20 years, you know, we've been good friends, but you know, we all are on our own path of evolution and we outgrow people. Yeah. You know, yeah. not everybody, like I said, is meant to come on the journey all the way to the end with you. And we're not all going to the same place. Yeah. And it's um, okay. Everybody gets to choose. I know? had to, I had to make that decision last year when I came to Argentina, I haven't been here in like and so I have been here on holidays, but this is the first time I stay so long. And, you know, it's different mm -hmm. when you go on holidays and you see old friends. It's a different relationship you have as in like when you're staying there and living there. And I'm like, uh, I don't think I don't think I want to be friends with you anymore. <laughs> but, you know, it was that I was I like, we we known each other for so long. But I was just like, I, I can't share. There's nothing I share with them anymore. You I know? did find that um, people do organically fall away if you don't grip and try to yeah. hold on to yeah. if you just if you let it go you know you'll just start talking less and you'll just kind of organically yeah, drift it happens yeah really the best before I'd want to make it okay and I'd want to call and I'd want to try you know until I realized you know actually those people aren't my people anymore mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And I need to create space for people who are aligned to come into my life. I cannot have conversations that aren't meaningful. Yeah. I can't do that surface chit chat. (laughs) It's not not easy though. Yeah, I know what you mean. So when we're talking about that, let's talk about energy because that's all together. We were chatting about this before we hit record. And no, Wendy, you've been how long you've been in business already? I have been in business for five years. Um, 2016 is when I started my business. Um, Prior to that, I was in a traditional, you know, business. Uh, I was in promotional product sales. And I've always liked, I've always enjoyed being in service to people, but I, I just, that whole um, formal business structure, you know, that very yes. networking and corporate kind of uh, structure is, it just, just didn't work. I just didn't feel right for me. And so that's when I pivoted and I started um, my energy healing journey and I've got certified as a life coach and I've been doing this work. Um, ever since and I've and I'm I've so glad you have <laughs> I'm so happy you have then that you're here and <laughs> Wendy and tell me like how how because I know for people who are spiritual and you know there are th- people who do what you do how do you cope with the businessy side how do you you know with the energy that business had because it's very different isn't it it's just when you want to do things I de- from I that energy place I definitely operate differently than your traditional um, business model. So all of my business is referral based, all of it. So I don't really do the whole networking thing. Um, I'm all about energy and the frequency we hold. And I really believe that wherever we are vibrationally, is what we attract into our reality. So we're constantly creating our reality based on who we are energetically. There's mm-hmm. a call, there's an energetic vibration call from our soul that goes out based on the frequency we have. And then that invites the opportunities, the people, the ideas, the downloads, all of it comes in energetically for me. And that's, and, and people are doing it unconsciously too. Everybody's manifesting their lives. Everybody's creating things in their lives, but they feel like manifestation is only good things coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, your team, your soul team, your spiritual team is always moving you forward. So every obstacle that you're facing, every challenge in your interpersonal relationships, Every single thing is your team giving you an opportunity to go inside and figure out what's being triggered and what do I need to work on in myself. It all comes back to you energetically. And it's usually, if you're feeling a lot of intense emotion, it's something that needs to be cleared within you energetically. Old wounds, old stories, old patterns of behavior, relationships with people. Those are all mirrors for us constantly tapping us to further explore what's going on inside but as far as our experience in reality for me my business it's just I hold my vibration up and like it's it's magical it's like things just come opportunities come 
Um, yeah, the reason I'm asking you this is like, it's because of that, you know, it's that whole, because I was telling you, I was like, I had this, you know, mixed emotions in my head that I'm like, oh, I have to DM people. And I'm like, oh, I hate DMing people, you know, <laughs> just like, it's not for me. You know? I'm like, I really do. I don't, I don't like DMing people. I'm like, oh, how are you? You know, start those conversations. And I'm like, oh, oh, I don't do it like doing Facebook groups, same as you, Wendy. It's like, oh, yeah, no, Facebook groups, this is not for me. And, you know, and I had people telling me, it's like, oh, you should have a Facebook group. How are you going to get clients? And I'm like, first of all, I don't get clients. I attract clients. Exactly. That's a a key point is you Mm -hmm. don't hustle and chase. You hold your frequency and they find you. I decide how many clients I want and I put that energetic call out and they show up like instantly. And you mm-hmm. just told me earlier before we got on <laughs> uh, the recording that you did exactly that. Yeah. It's like an, you energetically, when you're in alignment, mind, body, and soul, and you're in your column of light and you're making aligned choices and following your intuition and your inner knowing, you will create exactly what is in resonance and what is for you. You don't have to hustle, chase. That is such an old paradigm. It is, absolutely. When the you if, create, if, if when somebody, you, sorry, if somebody wants to put that in practice, because I know we could talk about energy, but we have done the work or we have done, you know, a lot of stuff before. We have tried different things. But for somebody who's just like starting and they're like, yeah, I'm trying to put the energy, but it doesn't work which also that won't work if you put that mindset. <laughs> but for somebody who's just in starting to say like something practical that they can do, you know, I know it, I know it's energy, but something that they can go like, okay, I'm going to do this today. So let's see from it to make it work. What would you, what would you recommend them? I think you have to really start with the basics. And the first thing is creating space to actually hear what your intuition is telling you. We're in, a, we're in a paradigm of busyness. Mm-hmm. People are programmed to believe that the busier you are, the more productive you are. Yeah. But, true. you know, you can just be as busy as can be, and you're just chasing your tail going in circles. Mm-hmm. Busyness is often a, an avoidance tactic, and you make yourself feel good by checking all these things off that you've done, but you haven't moved the needle one bit. You've just been doing busy work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? yeah. But yeah. I find that if you can create space in the morning when you wake up, you know, that first hour when you wake up and that last hour before you go to sleep, your subconscious mind is in the most receptive state. And so if you can just create some space and speak some positive affirmations to yourself and create some ideas of what you want to create in your life, you know, you start to program your mind, you start to energetically put something towards being, being in that creation mode. So I would say, I would start every morning with positive affirmations, some gratitude, and create some space to really sit quietly and have that coffee or a cup of tea and, and really get intentional about really feeling your body and feeling like what feels right for you. Our bodies don't lie. Our bodies will always tell us when we're on track or when we're off. You'll feel resistance. It's kind of like 
a friend calls and they're inviting you to go to a party and you immediately feel like, ugh, like, oh, I really yeah. don't want to do that. But where does where's the intuition and where's the where's the line between intuition and the line between getting out of your comfort zone? You know what I mean? Like, because there is a resistance that it's like you feel like it's not right. But then it's like, oh, I got to get out of my comfort zone because what if it does work? You know what I mean? I think your body never lies. I think your your initial your initial feelings mm-hmm. are going to are going to be true. What happens is we have a feeling that, um, okay, let's just say somebody's in a relationship. And, and deep down, we always know the truth. Deep yes. down, we know this isn't working yes. and I need to get out of this relationship. Yeah. But it's comfortable. I have a home with this person. I want kids and my, my biological clock is ticking. Your mind is going to start to convince you about why you should stay in a relationship that's not aligned for you. And you will. And it creates more and more problems until you get to a breaking point, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same with business. Your mind is going to tell you, you need to do this, that, and the other. You should do this training. You should take this course because you're watching successful people around you and you want to model what they're doing. And I'm not saying that they don't have something to offer, but you might have your own unique ideas and offerings to the world and ways of doing things that aren't conventional, but work for you. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is I know there's a difference between intuition and then these feelings of things that you should do. But when you get quiet, we all know the truth. We all know the truth about so many things, but we don't create the space to listen. Yeah. Yeah. We, we're so busy. We hit the ground running. We have meetings. We have conference calls. We're creating media posts where, you know, we've got kids and families and it's so much. But until you can create space of silence, even if it's five or 10 minutes in the morning to just ground yourself, and tune in and just ask, okay, what do I feel I need to do today? What feels aligned for me? And then you do that. Mm-hmm. The more you do that, the mm-hmm. more you'll have positive results. The more you have positive results, the more you'll trust yourself. The more you trust yourself, your intuition is going to start, your team's going to start pouring down more and more guidance and information. It's coming in all the time and we don't pay attention because we're too busy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get I, I get you. Because like I used to go through that. My first year of business, it was like that. I just kept doing and doing and doing and doing and doing. And then it was just like bleh, poof, exploded. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. I was like, mic drop, I'm out of here. And I was like, I'm gonna take a week off. And then that week turned into six months. I did not want to go back oh. to that. Oh, it did, yeah. Wendy. Yeah, I was petrified when I went back after six months because I was like, oh, shoot. Your, you had to reframe how you were operating because you were burning out. And I think so many people are doing that right now. They're reaching this, they're hitting this wall where what they're doing is not working and they don't know any other way. Yeah. So it can be really disorienting and 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 then you feel like a failure because you couldn't make this work because you're yeah. having a breakdown or you're just yeah. well like it was 
it was the only thing like I've been always very overachiever. So it was the only thing that I was just not clicking and it was not working in my life. And I'm like, how is this happening? You know, so I was even working even harder. And I'm like, I was forgetting to eat. I was barely sleeping. And then, you know, I had my other job and I'm like, this is driving me insane. And then I just couldn't. That's I the remember hardest my- thing. Yeah, my friend grabbed me. She shaked. She shook me. She was like, "Stop!" She didn't slap me because she loves me, but she was about to. <laughs> she was like, "You gotta stop!" She was like, "I can't. I can't see you like that." I. She was like, "I can't." I think that's the hard part, and, and we don't. We know that we're doing it to ourselves, but we keep going. We keep ramming our head against the wall because that's what we've been told works. Yeah. Yeah. And- keep doing it and it keeps not working and so we keep pushing harder and hitting harder and driving harder and i'm going to ask people to pay attention the universe is always telling you when something's not working pay attention mm-hmm. step back for a minute breathe pause create a little bit of silence and just regroup you you will you have the answers to every problem we all do. We all know the answer for ourselves because we know ourselves better than anybody. Absolutely. Right? You said it's like listening to the body because sometimes the mind takes you somewhere else and it's like it takes you to the other Your mind. You're like, hey, come back. <laughs> come back over that here. Ego, you can always tell when you're out of alignment because your ego mind is going to be convincing you that you are mm-hmm. aligned that your mind is going to convince you why you should be doing this, how you should be doing this, how you're not doing enough. That's when you're not in alignment. When you're in alignment, you're in the flow energetically. It's like slicing through butter. You're just smooth sailing. You're going to feel things are easier when you're out of alignment. Sometimes you're just, you're just fighting yourself, you know, in your own way. Yeah. It's, it's a, you feel the energy shifting in your body when you do, when you're feel it. Warrior, when you're going against what it's like, not against you, against either whatever it is, if it's your values, if it's your beliefs, whatever it is, it's just going against it and you feel it in your body. That's how I feel every 100%. time I am like, I have to DM people. I'm like, oh, no, and my body goes into shock. <laughs> it's like, don't do it, Maria, don't do it. <laughs> you know what I learned? And I learned it early, which was very fortunate. It's always us against us. The thing we're fighting is ourselves. The thing we're resisting is our truth. We don't want to look at it. We don't want to unpack it. We don't want to face ourselves. We don't want to do our shadow work and that dirty work. Mm -hmm. But that, once you become a master at that, once you can be honest about who you are, with, and learn not to judge it, but just to look at it as a stepping stone or an opportunity to become a better version of you. Once you can learn to drop the shame story around how you've been showing up or some of the patterns of behavior, every time you unpack that stuff, you're cutting ballast, you're cutting weight off of your hot air balloon. Oh, you know, we all want to rise. We all want to be the best version of ourselves. We all, we, we all want to go higher. But we collect sandbags and density and things that aren't aligned with us, like collector's items. And we just grip those things so, so hard. But I'll tell you, once you start cutting people out of your life that are not supporting you, that are toxic, 
you cut a sandbag, you go a little bit higher, you cut that toxic job, or you cut that job that is soul sucking out of your life. And you, you might not know where you're going. But as soon as you cut that, you're going to create space for that aligned person or that aligned job or opportunity to come in. We can't create our best life if we're constantly holding on to our past and we're, we insist on holding on to things that aren't working for us. Yes. No, I'm, I'm with you 100%, Wendy. And it's, it's just because I was talking about that today. I'm doing a seven-day low challenge about decluttering. And I was saying that it's like if you keep dragging and dragging things, it's like how you expect good things to happen to your life if you keep bringing that bad energy with you. You know, it's, it's, it is. So it's like sometimes you want to toss your family, you know, and just do the same here, cut it off, but I can't. I, you know? I have so, to say, I have to say, you know, when you start respecting yourself and seeing your value, you will become very, very adept at recognizing people who do not. Yes. And yes. tolerance and your yes. tolerance for that diminishes to zero. Yeah. I'm at zero tolerance. If you don't respect me, you're not in my life. I don't yep. care what our relationship is because I deserve to be treated with love and respect. And our relationship needs to be an energetic exchange. Speaking of that, Wendy, I'm going to ask you, because I had this, I had this debate with somebody about this the other day, you know, when usually when these happen, these situations as, as good little healers and workers, we go and like, okay, what is it about me that this situation is bothering me? You know, and it's like, we, we, we do the mirroring thing. And I remember mm -hmm. telling my friend, I was like, I think we, I think we need to stop that sometimes because it's not all about us. You know, it's not because somebody is doing something that you don't like necessarily something that it's a trauma that you've been carrying or something that, you know, you have to work on yourself. Am I correct? Because that, that was, you know, usually people say it's like, oh, if that bothers you, then it's something about you that bothers you. So you have to go work on that. I'm like, no. well, I think what, what I think what that's about is whenever you feel an emotional reaction that's a signpost and guidepost for you to look at something within yourself. Yeah. But whatever that situation is, that other person who may be projecting things and creating that emotional trigger inside of you. Two mirrors then. Their, their stuff, a lot of it could be their stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you are mirroring each other. Yeah. Okay. So I've had situations, for example, where a friend got really angry at me. Um, I was, we were just talking and all of a sudden she was really angry. And I realized that she, she had some vulnerabilities about, about not feeling worthy and not good enough. And something I was talking about, a project I was doing or something triggered that feeling of unworthiness. And so she lashed out. She got really mad, really hostile on the phone, hung up on me. And I was like, whoa, like, what yes. just happened? <laughs> we were just having a conversation, then I, I got hung up on, you know, and actually, we haven't spoken since. So I had to really get clear with myself, wow, what was this about? Because I was upset about it, because I really liked her, and I enjoyed hanging mm -hmm. out with her. And I said, is this mine? Or is this hers? Like, I had to, I had to sit with this. What, what part of this encounter was me and what part of this encounter was hers? Because I don't need to take on her stuff, but if I'm feeling bad, I need to definitely look at 
where that's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. So I recognized her unworthiness piece was triggered. And I was like, I'm okay with letting that friendship go. And and that's just how it had to end or whatever. But I had to look at why is it important for me to always make things right, to not want to lose the friend? Um, Why am I triggering people? You know, I had to look at things inside of myself, but I didn't have to take her story on and her part on either. I kind of could give that away and give that back and just focus on what was being emotionally triggered in me. Because every emotional feeling that's a little amplified, that's a signpost that that's that's our work. If we're being triggered, that's our work. If they're being triggered, that's their work. Yeah. The the, the reason why I ask you as well, Wendy, is because, you know, in business, we people uses a lot of this emotional manipulation as well, you know, and, and it's something that drives me insane. You know, <laughs> the fact don't try to sell you something or push something on you or push a belief on you that it's like, it's theirs. And it's like, no, it should be like this and that and the next, you know, and how, how, how to pro- not protect yourself, but how, when, when to know you're being emotional manipulator or it's something that it's triggering you. It's something about you. Can you feel you know? it, right. You can feel it. Yes, you can feel that person getting angry because you don't share their beliefs, because everybody wants to belong. Everybody wants to belong, and they feel like they belong when everybody believes what they believe. And so there's this need to be heard, and to be right, and to be accepted, and to have a sense of belonging. And when we come along and challenge those beliefs or have a different opinion, that really shakes the foundation of their comfort zone, right? Yeah. Because they're going to they're gonna internalize that. Like, you mean you think I'm stupid or you don't think I'm right? Or, you know, there's this whole shame story and this whole I'm less than and I'm not worthy. And all, these, all of their history comes up because you're not validating them. Them. Right? And so... It's so, it has been interesting to me because that's happened so, so often where people have different opinions, whether it's around COVID or whether it's around religion or spirituality beliefs, everybody gets to believe whatever they want. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm like, each each to their own. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, you do you like good for you. If that's working for you and making you Mm -hmm. a better person and, and you, you feel passionately about that you are right, great. But I also get to use my own discernment and choose what al- what values and truths align for me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need to convince anybody I'm right, but I'm going to live my life in alignment with those core values and not be told what I need to believe. I, I bow to no one, honestly. I stand in my own column of light and I use my own discernment and follow my own compass always, always. And I, I, I honor whatever anybody else feels, but it's certainly not always reciprocated. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> well, it's just like, when I, you know, I love having those conversations that not we agree that we don't agree on everything. You know, some people do get like really pissed off and it's like, no, but you should, you should see my point. And I was like, I am seeing your point of view. That doesn't mean I'm agreeing. 
you know, because I had this conversation with somebody. Well, she was having an argument. I was having a conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, she was like, she was like, you claim to be all the spiritual mentor. And it's like, you're all negative and blah, blah. I was like, I never brought negativity into this. I just stated my opinion. You didn't like it. You start getting pissy about it. I was like, I don't. And that's when she, she I think she blocked me, which is fine. I'm okay with that. You know, <laughs> I'm absolutely okay with that. You know, but, and, and okay, so that trigger, that's her work. Yeah. But that's something, you know, it, it, they, for people to think yeah. like, okay, because you are spiritual, you have to agree to everything that, and I'm like, that's not being a spiritual person. A spiritual person is knowing what their values are, to know who they are, to stand to, for what they believe. And like, and yeah, and take a slap at the other person doesn't believe what you believe, but we're, we're okay with it. Yeah. A hundred percent. We're okay with it. Also, I think there's this mis- misunderstanding that spirituality is always light and love. I get it's that. only light and love. It's only positive. Yeah. Spirituality is about maintaining neutrality along the full spectrum of emotion and you know when you need to slide down and be the destroyer Mm -hmm. and raise your voice and and state your truth or not and you know and then you come back to neutrality and you know when you are supposed to be in that harmonic of constant support love and light we are masters when we are maintaining neutrality along that full spectrum yeah if you're only focusing on one part of that spectrum, you are, are ignoring the rest of it. Yeah, and you we are we're everything. Blinders. You can't just wear blinders and be only focused on positivity all the time, positivity all the time. If you're doing that, toxic. you are not looking at your shadow work. You're not looking at the shadow. You're not looking at the dark. You have to have light and dark and polarity for both to exist. Yep. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. <laughs> I wish I would have had, ex- I'd explain it like that to her, but it was just so funny. It's like, <laughs> you're being so negative and you think you're a spiritual mentor. And I'm like, I'm just going to laugh at this. I'm just going <laughs> to, just like this. We just have to know when to step back. I found silence to be my greatest ally. Silence is one of the, I mean, if you, if you really want to get an argue with someone and you just keep quiet, <laughs> that will really escalate to some other degree that I had never seen before <laughs> when you actually answer back to someone. <laughs> like, uh, some people do not like the silence. They don't, but I think I am with you that it's, I think sometimes it's the best it's the best I really way to handle things. Yeah. I believe silence is power because the person is only speaking to you to be validated and they don't have an interest in hearing what you have to mm-hmm. say. So if that's the case, then I'm not going to waste my time speaking my truth because they don't want to hear it. They just want to hear their beliefs mirrored back to them through yeah. me. And I'm not going to do that if I don't feel aligned with that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and unfortunately, that's something that is happening a lot lately with everything that is happening in the world, COVID, with politics, with everything. So there's a lot of uh, of that energy there. I think there's a lot of fear. It's all fear. Mm -hmm. The louder the person gets, the more emotionally triggered they are. Those are their fears coming to the surface. And the more angry and hostile the person becomes, 
over something that seems like a benign topic or issue, that always tells me that that is a childhood wound that is unhealed. That's a trauma that's unhealed mm-hmm. within them. And it's like a raw nerve. So anytime they feel dismissed or discounted or unheard, well, it's like touching the raw nerve. Yeah. And so I understand where people's anger and volatility comes from, but I don't have to choose to participate in it. Yeah. I don't need to text back or answer the phone. I can get off the phone. I can, um, I really just continue to step back. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, it's interesting. You said that's usually a childhood wound, but it is like, especially if you've been in one of those families that they always argue and you try to raise your voice, you try to say something and you were never validated or seen or heard. Uh, it just stay, it stays with you. And I think those that's why a lot of people get in when there's argues between partners or families or everything, it's just that it's like, it's like the voice keeps racing, you know? And I'm like, why? No one's no, nobody's hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's so just remember that if, if someone is really blowing up and raising their voice or gaslighting you or whatever, you know, those are some deep, deep traumas that they have not healed within themselves. Which doesn't mean that you need to take that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's safe to safer to remove yourself from that situation, especially if it's a partnership. Absolutely. And um, mm-hmm. Wendy, Lovey, tell me about your book. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all intrigued about it. <laughs> You're writing a book right now and it's called The Path of Me, right? Yes, I'm writing a book. I'm actually in the editing Finding. process. I'm hoping it's going to come out in November. I'm super excited about it. Um, what I found was I, I've, I've been walking this spiritual path for a long time. And although each of us have different experiences and we're all taking different paths up the mountain, there are certain things that are consistent in the experience. Um, so I wanted to write like an ascension guide uh, based on my experience So um, those things will look like our story of origin. That's where my story begins. It's, Mm -hmm. it's the foundation of everything we become as an adult. It's about our cultural, religious, social circumstances that shape us as children. And then how we bring these patterns into our adult life that don't serve us based Mm -hmm. on that. A lot of the unhealthy things that we have to shed and release. And then um, I talk about expanding consciousness, about how we go through processes of shedding and releasing those wounds and emotions we were talking about, what that looks like, some tools. And just basically, it was my ascension journey, how I went from not loving myself and valuing myself to becoming fully empowered and a sovereign being. And being sovereign to me means you're very fully committed to your alignment as a soul and you always follow your inner compass. We all are born with that divine blueprint. It's in each one of us, but not many people follow the blueprint (laughs) because of their programming. Yeah. That's what I was saying today. I was like, sometimes we spend so much time learning about other people's lives 
instead of learning of our own or learning about ourselves. Because you can ask people, it's like, oh, they can tell you the whole life about the Kardashians. And then when you ask them something personal about them, they're like, I don't I, I, I don't know. You know, what do you want to do in the next five years? Or what do you want to do tomorrow? I don't know. You know, they just freeze. I think so many people <laughs> don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. And so that this book is kind of just a guide for those who are spiritually on that spiritual path and awakening. They will go through these these steps and there's journal prompts at the end of each chapter that will help them do a little deeper uh, inner reflection, you know, awesome around the topic. All right. Well, yeah, thank like, you for asking. No, because I'm, I'm, I'm really intrigued. I love, I love reading though. And like, I've read you, you, I read your article that you did for the magazine. I love the way you write. So I am in. I'm thank like you. waiting for the book to come out. Oh, <laughs> like, thank yay, you something so to read. <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate so, it. I'm hoping it will be, It'll be a guide. And also, as I went through the spiritual awakening, like, like we, we started out the conversation with, I went through a lot of radical experiences. And some of them I do mention in the book, and they were otherworldly, and they blew my mind. And it's really, I, I'm, I'm not really concerned about whether people believe it happened or didn't. I know that it happened for me. Yeah. And it was true for me because I'm not that creative. I can't make that stuff up. <laughs> like I am not creative. When Love it your sincerity. <laughs> it literally did happen. So I tried to keep it, um, you know, within within some sort of normal parameter. <laughs> there can be but I just wanted to include those things so people know that there are going to be other things that happen as you go higher and higher. It's not just about connecting and doing um, a connecting to a, a ghost that uh, someone who died, you know, this journey is so much bigger than that. Mm-hmm. That's like base camp to spirituality. You're at, you're at base camp. And if you are willing to have the courage to go on this journey, you are going to discover that you are so much more than you ever realized and you can change the world. You will impact the world by doing your work. I love that. Oh my God. It just gives me chills. I'm like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Wendy, love you. If anybody wants to get to know you more at work with you, where they can find you, what's the easiest way? Yeah. So my website's probably the best. It's um, alinealifecoaching.com. It's A-L-I- nea lifecoaching.com but also a great way is just you know friend me on facebook it's uh, i think it's wendy.hutchinson.50 or something like that but you can friend me on facebook you can um follow my blogs you know on my on my website and also listen to the podcast i have a youtube channel it's just my name wendy hutchinson i interview all kinds of great people maria's going to be a guest soon i can't (laughs) wait to have her on um just talking to different people who are living their best lives and have been through a lot of adversity but overcome it so there's just a lot of ways to connect i also have a podcast uh, it's called the path of me on anchor.fm but also it goes out on spotify and a lot of different things just Google my name. Just Google Hutchinson. your name. You'll it's easier. Me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's the best way. You should send people to a website. Once you go into the website, you can find everything. Wendy, thank you so much. And before we wrap up, I'm like, I always like to ask everybody a different question. And for you, it's like, if you, if you have to do it all over again, what would you change? <laughs> Is there anything oh. you would change? <laughs> I would change absolutely nothing. 
because the unfolding was so perfect. Every challenge, every defeat, every time I got taken to my knees, I was forced to dig deep and find out who I am. And without any of that, I wouldn't have gotten this far in my life. I wouldn't be here without any of those challenges. I would not change one thing in my life it's that's such a great question i love you i love i love it's like when people say that i just like it makes it's like you know pieces of the puzzle everything happens for something and i know sometimes you think it's cliche when we're like oh everything happens for a reason but it does it really it's does. so true it is true thank you so much for the honor of being here maria it's been wonderful talking to you thank you so much wendy and thanks for everybody to, uh, to for listening Lovisa, if you want to reach out, I will drop the links over here. Well, the website link and the name of the podcast and everything here. But if you have any questions, just drop them in the comments on the on the podcast. Reach out, okay? And we'll be here to answer you. So have a wonderful day and thanks again, Wendy. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, Lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business. I am Maria C. Krause and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, like, be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are. Bye.